Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Well, hi, friends. Welcome to Ask Wardy. This is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. Today's question is awesome from Megan. Talking about fermenting, can you flavor your ferments with essential oils? I'm going to go through that today. First, let me welcome you to Ask Wardy. I'm thrilled you're here. All the notes are ready for you at askwardy.tv. Look for episode 109. Everything I'm going to share, links and more, is waiting for you there. It's kind of what we call the transcript. So if you can't listen or watch, just go there to read along. Let's dive into this now. Today's question comes from... Megan, and she says, Wardy, can you use essential oils to flavor veggie or fruit ferments? If so, at what stage of the process would you add your essential oils? Well, this is a great question. In fact, I'm going to reference a little bit to last week's Ask Wardy, where I talked about the top five essential oils to use in your cooking. And so Megan's question following on the heels of that is perfect. What about your ferments? Can you use essential oils in your ferments? It's a great question. But I do think we should ask not only can you, but should you? And my answer today is really going to answer the question of should you? Should you do it? So first, we just want to tackle the issue that everybody asks. Is it safe to use essential oils in cooking? And I've addressed this at length. In fact, we have a great article, and it'll be linked with this video or this podcast recording. So go read that um, in length and in depth so you can make an informed decision for yourself. I believe that done properly, it can be safe, but we always advise caution if there's special uh, situations, if there's pregnancy, newborn, infants, young children. So caution is always good. And to be on the safe side, perhaps the answer is no for you if you have special situations. You can read more about the safety at the at our site, and there is a link pasted with this video. And I also want to keep have you keep in mind that if you do decide that using essential oils is right for you, look at last week's episode, number 108, for guidelines on how to do it. And you also need to know that any recipe in which you want to use essential oils, that fat and a a good amount of fat is a necessary ingredient. The reason being that essential oils are an oil and oils dilute in oil. They repel water, but they mix in with oil. So if if there's fat in the recipe, that ensures that your essential oil will be diluted safely throughout the recipe and that there won't, you won't be ingesting high concentrations in some bites and none in other bites. Make sense? So that is definitely, um, definitely you need to keep in mind when using essential oils in your cooking. And I am talking about high quality therapeutic grade essential oils. We recommend them from Rocky Mountain Oils and Aroma Foundry. There are links with uh, this transcript to take you to those sites for purchasing. Okay, so can you add them to your ferments as flavoring? This episode is going to be short and sweet, everyone. The answer is no. I do not believe you should do that, and there's two reasons why. The first one is what I already told you about safely using essential oils in your cooking, is that you want to make sure that the recipe contains some fat. Well, 
in most, not all, but 99% of your fruit and veggie ferments, there's no fat. This is vegetables, salt, water, herbs, spices. There's not a significant amount of fat to dilute the essential oil throughout the ferment. Now, that's my, that's my first reason to say no, but if that wasn't enough, remember that essential oils have amazing nutritional and health properties, and rising to the top of that list is so many of them have antimicrobial benefits. Well, what's happening in a ferment? A ferment, you are nurturing a probiotic colony. So my reasoning here is that if our essential oils have antimicrobial properties, they could very well interfere with what's happening inside the ferment. So you could end up with not a successful ferment or not a good uh, probiotic benefit. Now, I just wanna say that to my knowledge, I haven't seen any tests or anything done on that, so I am purely just logically thinking it through. And if you have information to the contrary, I'd be happy to hear that from you. But just logically thinking through it, those are my two reasons. Number one, there's essentially no fat in most fruit and veggie ferments to dilute safely. And two, if we're fermenting a food, why would we want to introduce something that has antimicrobial properties? That could interfere with the success of the ferment. So, Megan, my answer is no. No, I don't think you should use essential oils in your ferments as flavoring. Now, having said that, I do think it would be okay, and this is provided you're okay with the safety of ingesting essential oils in your particular situation, I do think it's okay to make a smoothie or a salad where essential oils and ferments are ingredients right before you eat the dish. So an example of that would be, let's say you're making a smoothie and it is a smoothie where there's fat, so you've added coconut oil or ghee or butter or cream, so there is fat in the recipe. And then you're taking a ferment like uh, our five spice apple chutney, which is linked at the transcript. So you're putting a dollop of the chutney or another fruity uh, ferment in the smoothie. And you're also adding maybe some orange essential oil you know, a citrus or a mint or something, and you're adding that to the smoothie as well. So in that example, the ferment and the essential oil are both ingredients in something that you're ingesting or eating, but the ferment is already done. Got it? Uh, and another example, let's say you're making a salad, so you've got this bowl of all these tossed ingredients, and, and one of the ingredients might be sauerkraut or kimchi or uh, ginger carrots or a chutney. And so that's an ingredient in the salad, and then you make your salad dressing, and you'll put some maybe essential, orange essential oil or another citrus essential oil as part of your salad dressing as flavoring. So again, in that example, we've got essential oils and ferments both as ingredients in a dish that we're about to eat, okay? Bottom line here is I do not recommend using essential oils to flavor your ferment and es essentially become part of the process of fermentation. But if you're, if you're good with ingesting essential oils in your particular situation and you abide by the fat in, must be in the recipe rule, then essential oils could be part of a finished dish. That's my bottom line. I hope that was helpful. I'd love to hear from any of you at the comments or with this video how you feel about that. Uh, if you know of any information to the contrary or if that backs up what you yourself um, believe. If anyone wants more information about essential oils, I am thrilled 
to share uh, that I've been given the green light to invite you to a 10-part essential oil video masterclass that's happening soon, just in a few days in February. So follow the link with this video or this recording to sign up for that. It is coming soon. It's completely free. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. Um, it's put on my, by my good friend, Dr. Eric Z and his wife, Sabrina. They have worked with us in our Women's Health eCourse. They're really knowledgeable about essential oils and all the information that they share is unbranded as well. If you have a particular essential oil company that you love, come to it knowing that um, it's unbranded and that no brand is gonna be featured above another. In the class, they're going to cover an aromatherapy quick start guide, inhalation guide and safety tips, topical application guide and safety tips, internal use guide and safety tips, DIY body care, DIY cleaning products, cooking with essential oils, preventing disease, treating disease, and advanced strategies. So lots of information is covered in this free masterclass. I really hope you'll all sign up. I already have, and I'm planning to check out the videos every day as the masterclass goes on. Again, you can save your seat with the link that is provided with this Ask Wardy episode, askwardy.tv. Look for episode 109 and then um, you'll find a link to register. If you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, the link is with um, this video as well. And with that, I will say goodbye and God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you all again next week. Same time, same place. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy, or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.